I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You know this thing? It's a tiny tower that sits in your house and takes instructions from it. You have to call it by its name, Alexa, which is an Amazon's version of Siri or Katana. It keeps learning from the cloud. It can turn on the lights in your house or order food. Eventually, eventually, it'll be able to do everything. And at that point, houses might have no humans in them. Just the echoes that speak to each other. I raise this not to terrify anyone, but to mention that Amazon has a process that lets his team imagine big ideas. When someone at the company has one of those far-fetched ideas, I know, let's make a tiny tower that sits in your house and takes instructions. They don't start research and development or even test market the idea. They start by bringing the product to the press department and they write up a release as if the product already exists. It's kind of brilliant. When it comes out, if it comes out, consumers won't care about the nuts and bolts. They'll care about what the product does for them, easily described with simple metaphors, the kind of thing you can put in a press release. They have said that this idea is kind of a concrete dreaming. I call it creativity. Amazon has called this process backward thinking. I will go on to mention other kinds of backward thinking over the course of this book. Although, if you're reading this book backward, you've already seen them. Hey, welcome to the Black Altus Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're live on a Monday, ready to do some podcasting. Mm-hmm. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Searching the Black Altus, just uh, just search that name. Look up the Black Altus. Leave us five star reviews. The official weapon of the show is the taser, an unofficial sport. It's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and that excerpt is from creative quest quest love's book um and what i like about that um idea was one i had no idea that amazon did that Mm -mm. but two i think um when we think about corporations and when we think about our our day jobs i don't think people think of creativity intersecting with work work like people somebody had to come up somebody had to come up with the ideas like the dude that created cut cop uh cut and paste uh died mm-hmm. and people realize at a point in time they had these programs and you couldn't cut and paste somebody had to come up with the idea right and i think um creativity goes into how you see problems and solve problems and so um it also goes into these ideas that you know these things that are in our pockets right now that are these phones that talk to us talk for us give us directions someone had to think of that at first and they didn't really have the groundwork now it can run you into some problems i know with venture capitalism and uh the tech uh the tech startup companies and shit you you see this all the time where they come up with an idea they actually don't have any wherewithal on how to implement the idea they just think maybe they can coordinate the right people if they get enough money to pursue the idea um but how much technology have we gotten from stuff like that where it was probably someone being like what if you had uh something in your pocket that you could just tell you which way to drive on the street you know and and now that's how you get from places you know uh you know just the idea of all the things an iphone can do or your laptop can do now or you know as as he brought up the echo and the amazon echo and you're you're talking to it and saying alexa do this that and the other you know you see these commercials on tv and it's interesting to know that the way that they probably came up with that was backwards like not incremental steps in the way that we normally think of creativity right oh i would like to do a podcast okay i need to do a site i need to do this instead they come up with this is how i would sell this podcast 
if i was going to advertisers or the customers listeners i say this is what my podcast is you know for most of us i don't think we think that way when we create things we normally at least for me anyway i normally think the opposite way of it grows and the idea grows and becomes more and more focused into something that goes out into the world as opposed to what if i kind of knew what i wanted the world's vision of my thing to be and then i work backwards to create it from the ground up yeah and 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 i guess it kind of varies uh i guess the way i see things when it comes to things a lot of times i see a finished product like i'm like okay that's what that's how i want the end of it to be i might not always know how to get there you know something like this something as simple as many many years ago me and you had been talking about doing a live show way before we ever actually physically did one i told you there's something that i want to do and i had envisioned it you know and i still have you know some 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 uh things that i want to see but it's one of those things where i was like okay this is the finished product i didn't know how to get there i didn't know what the work and the nuts and bolts of it is uh but the thing is you you almost have to have both parts you have to have the the dreamer and sometimes the dreamer is the person that actually does the work and then sometimes the person that creates is not always the one that does the work and sometimes that separation is hard for people to wrap their minds around yeah i think also um what what when you're when we're talking about backwards i think the finish idea is not necessarily the issue for me but he's saying start like you already have like the start of it is the done idea so he's like you go create the poster for how you're gonna sell it so it would be like if we made a live show poster before we made it did any planning for the live show mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and so to work backwards like that to me is such a unique way because i can envision like what i want a final product to look like right but it may or may not end up looking like that Mm -hmm. but the idea of like making the doing the creative process near the end right the stuff i start thinking of near the end is you know it's like you start a business and you think oh yeah i gotta get some business cards and how am i gonna pitch this business versus to other people that are like i already bought my business cards right and like they might not have the business yet they might not mm-hmm. have started did any paperwork they ain't got a website ain't got right. nothing all they know is this what the fuck i want to do right so it's just a unique way to look at it um and it's a very different way of th- of looking at it and it's one of those things where i think if more people looked at things like that it would be easier to wrap people's minds around concepts because it's hard to explain something to somebody when they can't actually see it and they don't know what the end product is supposed to be right right all right let's get into the show man that was a quick uh that was a a quicker one than than uh than normal you know normally we do the segment and we can talk 20 30 minutes sometimes we can we can sometimes it's just a short one like that and that's fine butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's get into the news, guys. Lots of stuff happening. Um, I guess we can start with 
coronavirus stuff because that's uh everywhere right now i'll try to go through it kind of quick uh college students are have been urged not to travel for spring break due to coronavirus outbreak yeah because a lot of people like to go to cancun and all that stuff you need to refresh and i need to refresh let me pause all right technical difficulties my computer has a coronavirus um yeah but college students are being urged not to travel for spring break due to coronavirus um yeah because people like to go to the beach they like to go to canada and cancun a lot of people like to go down in miami like they people you know kids like to go skiing yeah skiing Mm -hmm. yeah because yeah all these different places they're like nah y'all might not want to go yep um yeah syracuse university issued an advisory against both international and domestic travel to avoid the possibility that your freedom of movement may become restricted yeah because the other problem is maybe you don't necessarily get coronavirus but what if you're just on a plane where it gets quarantined and now you can't come back to campus for 14 days (laughs) come on you know uh what are you going to do specifically for yourself um so yeah that's another way it's been affected um let's see uh there's more um Serie a and italian sporting events uh all of series a all italian sporting events have been suspended indefinitely amid coronavirus yeah they like people don't want large groups of gatherings of people because we don't know what's happening we can't control it it's unpredictable and it's one of those things where if people get sick they you know people will sue so they're like no we don't want any accountability no responsibility if you get it it won't be here yes man it's, this is crazy all right um, and then the thing is you know what's i don't know what's going to happen but what happens when it starts like coming to jobs like right now it's kind of it is coming to jobs I mean, when i mean coming to jobs like the place you work at right now wherever you are if it hits your job how job do it would they make everybody go home would they shut down 14 days and be like fuck it come to work because right. we can't have we can't have shit not function because somebody in the office got the coronavirus right um the cdc says americans over 60 should stock up on food and medications and avoid venturing out um as uh as the coronavirus spreads people who are over 60 years old as well as those underlying health conditions like diabetes heart disease and lung disease are most vulnerable to getting sick or even dying from the novel uh coronavirus and should take particular precautions to help protect themselves um they uh they said she also uh, said that many people in the u.s should anticipate being exposed to the virus eventually it's fair to say that as the trajectory of the outbreak continues many people in the united states will at some point in time either this year or next year be exposed to this virus and there's a good chance many will become sick but during the call she focused on the people most at risk and said uh our goal is to protect you this will require you and your family to take action yeah i also think a lot of jobs if they haven't uh and particularly working like an office place you know some places you aren't going to be allowed to work from home but a lot of places are starting to come with contingency plans because they were like hey we got to shut this bitch down stop because everybody's at home you know um so more jobs are probably going to job you know a lot more jobs than before people are can't work at home and have the opportunity to work at home but more jobs are going to start looking into that uh thing i know that could be very expensive for for jobs because now you got to give out laptops or computers you have to be sure you know that they're uh secure and all that type of stuff which adds cost you know which companies don't want to pay and the thing is um 
what do you do when um restaurants start shutting down because somebody works in there because you, we read the statistics high percentage of people in these industries they don't have this time off so somebody's gonna come in coughing sneezing whatever and they're gonna shut a restaurant down motherfuckers are stupid people go why the restaurant shut down because somebody got the coronavirus and people gonna act like they like they're supposed to stay open regardless uh representative matt gates uh had to self-quarantine after coronavirus exposure at cpac cpac is a conservative um conference that they do mm-hmm. um i think uh that's what we got that quote from where it's like uh <laughs> where um michael still went off on that dude oh, yes yeah. the last year, year before. Um, but anyway um he had mocked the idea of the coronavirus by showing up with a like gas mask and stuff um on the house on the house floor just days before an infected man from his own district in florida died wow he was also on board air force one with president donald trump shortly before revealing his situation and now he will self-quarantine i believe mitch mcconnell or lindsey graham or one of them is gonna be self-quarantined as well yeah, I, I, I i know i'm not looking it up but i, I mm-hmm. honestly don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. either one of them i'm yeah, sorry a lot of them are starting to do that and a lot of people are mocking them going well y'all get paid for this we don't like the fuck right uh princess cruise lines is being sued by quarantine passengers claiming coronavirus exposure <laughs> this is what i was waiting on and this is why when people were saying i can't believe they canceling you know coachella or uh south by southwest or the twitter meetup and i'm like i can yeah nobody wants to be accountable they but, I mean, but this is unprecedented they did not expect this not just accountable i mean it's not your fault no it's not that this shit happened and then somebody turn around and sue you for for however much fucking money and be like you shouldn't have had this event or you should have found a way around this like that shit can have some dire consequences to your bottom line so you know in a litigious ass society like we got nah ain't nobody trying to hear that shit so to me it makes sense that they would be like yeah um we suing you know not to mention people might be families might sue for the deaths of folks you expose them to this and shit and and the insurance costs like oh now i'm in fucking debt because of this right so i have no idea if um like if these will actually like win in court but the idea of people suing i felt like that was definitely gonna happen oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so you eventually you more and more you're gonna see large get particularly if they don't get it under control more and more large gatherings are just going to be canceled you know like you said they did uh south by southwest i think coachella possibly is going to get is it coachella one one of them big ass events is going to be canceled and uh so as i think there's another musical event that's coming up soon so it's like uh oh oh thanks jay panda it's ted cruz that's that has a self-quarantine uh tito's um (sighs) tito's vodka has to repeatedly tell customers you can't use the vodka as hand sanitizer no you can't because it's not hand sanitizer the social media team at the austin-based vodka maker which is the top selling spirit in america is working overtime on twitter today forced to repeatedly explain that its product is not a suitable substitute for hand sanitizer it just smells like it would be the confusion (laughs) 
the confusion arises amid a shortage of hand sanitizer as concerned members of the public attempt to protect against the spread of novel uh the novel coronavirus instead of washing their hands like that I told y'all too it's plenty of soap that lack of supply has led to price gouging for hand sanitizer online a box of small Perel bottles that might sell for ten dollars typically are now listed for hundreds from secondary sellers on amazon it also led to do-it-yourself advice and online recipes for homemade hand sanitizer some of which call for rubbing alcohol 99 percent alcohol by volume plus aloe vera gel tito's uh meanwhile is actually just 40 percent alcohol by volume not 60 percent which is required to kill viruses People gonna peel their skin off and shit. <laughs> I just worry if I, as a black man, if I got pulled over by the police and they smell, it's like, you smell like you've been drinking a bunch of Tito's vodka. I'm like, no, it's, I've been washing my hands with it. Okay, get out the car, nigger. Like, we, all right. I'll, Under arrest. I guess you think we were born, everyone was born last night. Uh, strip clubs are now giving away free masks and hand sanitizer due to coronavirus. Oh, strip, people still going to the strip clubs? Two of the stri- top strip clubs in the country are doing this. Little Darlings in Las Vegas just announced a massive giveaway, 50,000 bottles of free hand sanitizer, one for each paying customer while supplies last. Across the country in Tampa, Deja Vu Showgirls is giving away free face masks to the first 10,000 paying customers. Yeah, I mean, the stripper industry got to be getting killed with this. Oh, you know they are you know that's a place where you definitely gonna be touching people and breathing in their air and shit all right right it depends you know down here we can get more close you know in certain places you know you can't touch them you can touch yeah but mo- but a lot of places you can yes, so you can. oh like no lap dances you know no mm-hmm. vip oh no ain't, ain't nobody going to no champagne room today like oh man the strip club gonna definitely do you even want to touch anyone's cash <sighs> you know cash is already disgusting now it's got coronavirus on it right like i don't know man this the the stuff is so weird because people are like panic shopping and stuff and, yes they are you know loading up on everything at the store you know i'm still kind of acting normal but it's like am i supposed to be you know oh, oh. acting like this is the last uh <laughs> like the hoarders and shit i right because I, I, I right now i because i'm like you know what i'm gonna do the best i can uh to protect myself like everybody else but i may or may not be able to prevent myself from getting sick and that's right. that's then that's the that's the part that scares people to go i'm trying to protect myself well, baby guess what if it come your way that's not a goddamn thing you can do but take the coronavirus and keep it pushing yeah um apple's uh tim cook offers work from home this week to many global employees because it said the coronavirus is an unprecedented event and a challenging moment so like like you said how will offices handle this well they're allowing people to work from home yeah if they have the ability to because a lot of jobs depend on the company they're very i can say it's very frustrating when you have old people run shit a lot of old people and a lot of businesses depend on the structure they don't believe in people work from home they that old school we got to see you see your ass so when they shut down shit just don't get done because you know if i got to physically be there guess what shit ain't at the house so if i'm not there shit won't get done so what do you do about these jobs where everything is almost i got to be there in order to get shit done like what do you do with jobs like that yeah i don't, I don't know um i mean chipotle can't work from home Mm-mm. you know 
uh but yeah places but places that can offer it the thing that that made me think about wasn't that it was the opposite which is why do so many companies make people work come to a physical location when they could work from home correct sounds like it would save you a lot of money it would you know and it's more convenient to employees and it makes it an attractive job i think if it wasn't for our like draconian you know puritanical society feeling like you have to be on top of people like a fucking slave master every day um you know there's a lot of freedom to letting people work at home you know Mm -hmm. when school is out guess what bitch i'm already at home so it's just not a big thing yeah bitch i'm already at home <laughs> my child who's coming home from school no to the job I'm to already, the job bitch who employs me i'm already at home yeah i'm already at home bitch let them I know am. karen let's let them know let let them know i'm mm-hmm. already at the house so you know <laughs> when babies get sick you're already at home so it's one of those things where it's just a smoother and more and employees a lot of employees are more happier at home like working from home it's some people it's just not in them some people can't focus so i think that's the job sphere we're gonna have a high percentage that not gonna be able to work from home uh because they just not focused but most people can work from home wow it just now breaking news italy's prime minister makes impassioned plea for 16 million to obey quarantine um yeah apparently the whole of italy is now on lockdown travel restrictions are being imposed across italy nationwide first it was just the northern region but now the whole of the country goes into lockdown to try to halt the spread of the new coronavirus. Italian Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte said on Monday night that a new government decree will require all people in Italy to demonstrate a need to work, health conditions, or other limited reasons to travel outside the area where they live. Yeah, a lot of people are taking cues from China and just shutting yeah. shit down because it was like, that's literally the only way you can control it almost. You gotta be like, y'all, you can't go around moving around. Like, we have to control the shit it's exactly like that guy at the bar said yesterday oh he got on my I'm nerves um inside joke y'all all right um let's get into other news that's the coronavirus update uh gail king speaks out on backlash over kobe bryant question in lisa leslie interview um this weekend oprah winfrey had a longtime friend and journalist uh gail king as a guest on her on the last stop of the oprah winfrey 2020 vision your life in focus tour during her special appearance, King took the time to discuss her controversial interview with WNBA star Lisa Leslie, where she pressured Leslie to answer questions regarding her friend's alleged 2003 sexual assault case following his passing. King revealed that though she has since moved on, there's still some pain revolving, I guess, involving the entire situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have moved on. Is there a scab? Yeah, but I've moved on. The TV personality also revealed that though the situation was very painful, she never lost sight of her true intentions behind the now infamous interview. I put on my game face and my big girl pants because I never lost sight of who I was, what I believe I am, and my intention. I've never lost sight of that, but it certainly was a learning curve, and it was very painful. But yeah, I think you have to go through that. That makes you question uh, things in life. Uh, Yep. She says, in every circumstance, I think there's something for us to remember. It's not the people who are being mean. It's not the badness. It's not the vitriol that that's being put into the world. But it's the good people who remain silent that become so hurtful, Winfrey explained. Uh, Oprah said that. I think we can disagree politically. We can disagree socially if you want to. But if I, I just think human, humanity should prevail always, King responded. 
i think we still have to figure out a way to navigate that with each other that we can disagree and you can be mad at me even but you can't speak to me the way i was spoken to and threatened yeah i mean you know i think i agree with that i think you know that's that was the one place i really thought more people would have stood the line and been like you know what we can't make we can't we can't say this is about respecting kobe because of the women left in his wake of his death Mm -hmm. and then be like but also we can disrespect this black woman right you know like like at some point we're gonna be like we can dislike it we can feel uncomfortable about it you can feel a lot of ways but you know when you see people kind of laughing off or excusing the snoop shit it was kind of it's like well that kind of goes against everything y'all just said y'all were about right that's why most of the time that's why for most people online they just talking like they're human beings and they're flawed and the opinions are going to be every fucking where and people do things including myself to contradict themselves and all types of stuff so i try to leave leave a leeway for that but the problem is that you're fucking harassing her that's different between i don't like what she did and i don't like what she said as a journalist it is sometimes challenging to balance doing my job with the emotions and feelings during difficult times i don't always get it perfect but i'm constantly striving to do it with compassion and integrity i love that you said i love that you said through it all you never questioned who you were winfrey added no i absolutely didn't oprah said gail so there you guys go um i was wondering how you know that was gonna fall out but you know me personally man i i don't feel like she needed to question her journalistic integrity Mm -hmm. i feel like you know you can even feel that it's a question that was a little bit over the line or whatever and and still not feel like that turns her into the caricature that people tried to make her which was this like black woman who hates black men right and lets white male sex offenders get away with anything without questioning anybody and stuff like she just does a job asking tough questions for a living and sometimes that means people aren't gonna like it you know um and you just gotta hope that you're made of of sterner stuff than uh to to let that change the way you do your job because you know me personally i I, if i i mean looking at her if i if i were in her shoes i wouldn't feel like i let everybody down and i i hate black people and shit you know no because it's it's one of those things where she gets paid to do a job that's why she makes the money that she does and it's one of those things where niggas gonna talk about you regardless and people are gonna feel a way regardless of what you do and a lot of times with the internet it's all depends on if they like you or not that that's where everybody starts now and is if they like the person you interview and that's where everybody starts now and then from there it goes to the arguments and the bickering and the fighting and all that stuff it's not about nuance it's not about you know really uh applying critical thinking skills in the situation and actually analyzing it is oh i like you okay i hate you fuck you and that's that's as far as most people go is you know and particularly with kobe a lot of people were in their feelings so because they were in their feelings feelings are irrational and could be they can be irrational and illogical at times uh the baby speaking of feelings being a lot irrational and uh illogical at times he has apologized after slapping a woman at his concert oh yeah we talked about that yeah he slapped a woman at the concert but now he's apologized for it okay uh according to him uh he did not realize that she was a woman she was trying to get a picture of the rapper 
um with her camera flash on and i guess when the camera flashed he he noticed her and he claims he thought laws was a man and that the camera flash made it difficult to see clearly still he took full responsibility for the incident and apologized however the apology is not enough because laws uh, uh, says she decided to lawyer up mm-hmm. and even even if she was a man it, do, it don't matter that's what i didn't understand it do, it, do, it does not matter you put your hands on somebody like this way he living this world he living in and that many people are kind of like applauding and laughing at where any slight or any infraction he's like physically assaulting people like i'm like dude you got to be careful because it only take one time for the shit not to go right you can get killed you know the uh, best case scenario you get sued or something like that you know like you just never know man the game is crazy already with these people killing rappers and shit out here maybe he's just on edge because of that but you know right now it's like he's taking on mythical proportions it's like if you go in the mirror in the dark in the bathroom and say the baby name three times he's just gonna pop out and assault you you know like he that like he's, he's taking on that like he's full force in house party levels of just like consistently trying to be in a fight like yeah and it's one of the things that we talked about before you pay bodyguards like the bodyguards job was to keep the people away from you like that's their job their their job should have been to protect you like so somebody is not doing their job their their job is to prevent this situation from even happening it's it's weird that it took him slapping a a woman for people to be like oh yeah this is kind of kind of dangerous behavior and maybe not warranted you know what i mean because right. up until then everyone always got some kind of An excuse, excuse. Mm-hmm. and they try to take a picture of him i'm like i know but then you, don't you got people to handle that like you physically you gotta be the one like i don't know man mm-hmm. anyway a victim was left in stable condition following the shooting at his concert oh wait no i'm sorry wrong baby not the baby little baby oh okay yeah, yeah oh, little my, baby my oh mm-hmm. my baby. little baby had a shooting at his concert and um a person got hospitalized but they're in stable condition so mm-mm-mm. uh yeah video of the, of the uh video of the incident went viral online uh it occurred in birmingham alabama after an altercation broke out on stage between a group of promoters and the entourage members uh shots were fired and the concert was immediately shut down the victim was transferred to the arena uh from the arena to the uab hospital with life-threatening injuries but um they're now listed as stable man all this shooting out here boy all these concerts come on this is why i only go to white people concerts <laughs> you just gotta go to see like you don't see this at the the i don't know clapton concert i don't know who Mm-mm. name a white Eric person clapton no you don't yeah Mm-mm. is he alive i don't, I know, don't know you don't see this at the blue man group concert yeah you know <laughs> you go see you go see like even those those like hard rock bands and stuff you go see like arrowhead aerosmith arrowhead all right you go see aerosmith or even like megadeth uh whatever else white people listen to yeah you don't you don't get shot up Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. been that way my whole life but i still love hip-hop uh facebook adds false information labeled to donald trump's doctor video of joe Biden. oh wait this is in the wrong segment 
this supposed to be man what is this even doing mm-hmm. um i mean good for them and everything but wrong section uh my bad <laughs> I, i'll put it in the uh that child's man because uh that's the wrong tag uh all right ex fuji's member Pros M- michelle um has been arrested for lack of child support uh payment proof oh that's not good yeah wonder if there's a warrant out for his arrest probably was because you know what that would have made him care what a criminal Mm-mm. what that would make him a fugitive <laughs> um yeah he uh apparently um was arrested in manhattan court monday after he was unable to prove he made a court ordered child support payment yeah oh, they got records yeah he's 47 years old um i mean i'm sorry his wife is 47 years old it's i guess ex-wife angela serviano man you guys i'm sorry i'm struggling today because we only got i don't know if you guys had to deal with this yesterday we lost an hour of sleep i know so i feel like my brain's it was rough slow. getting up this morning i'm not even gonna lie i know you got up i was like what the fuck time is it oh god it is time <laughs> right it's the worst uh anyway he owes over one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars in unpaid child support for their nine-year-old son landon michelle did not deny the claims uh during a court hearing january 31st and admitted he had only paid two thousand dollars at the time well yeah it yeah sound like you weren't paying then Mm-mm. or at least enough right uh he was ordered by manhattan family court judge carol goldstein to make a twenty thousand dollar payment toward what he owes and to bring proof of payment he came to court with a tracking number that said he proved that say he said proved a friend mailed a check on his behalf oh it's in the mm-hmm. mail Mm-mm. but the tracking number didn't work so ghosting ordered him to be cuffed and held on five thousand dollars pending the court hearing in a week that's right if i didn't do it i wouldn't i wouldn't say it happened michelle said uh to the judge about the uh about the money being sent they don't want to hear no end of mail dog yeah uh he is saying uh it was done said michael uh, said michelle's lawyer samuel feldman that's not what i consider proof you do not even know what day it was sent goldstein said i understand that your client believes that somebody posted the money the tracking number doesn't work he is asking for additional time i would direct an undertaking of five thousand dollars yeah i mean it does sound like he lying i don't know what to come tell on you. i don't i've used tracking numbers i've had to track a lot of shit and when you particularly you know they might be like well you know after a year or two we'll drop it but nah if you sent this recently we ought to be able to find that shit i feel like they will ask them like so mr prizewell what is the tracking number uh yeah i got it right here um uh it's uh one two one z that's ups ups dot one z one z no i'm saying he didn't know that oh okay i'm about to say i don't remember some of the tracking numbers yeah it's a joke that's (laughs) killing it uh all right um (laughs) but they'd be like uh 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 five three six seven four three nine zero six one they'd be like uh sir uh we think that's a, a security number that is not a valid tracking number i think he was just like one two three four five how many digits he got 
16 uh okay six <laughs> it was like sir this number is not working Mm-mm. uh try all ones and then <laughs> see, if, see if that go through because he's trying to guess somebody's tracking number that's the thing he's trying to get close to it so he's just like say okay let's start 15 14 oh nope those numbers don't work uh anyway um let's talk about some more news guys netflix announces a comedy festival set to play, take place in los angeles dave Chappelle, jamie fox martin lawrence and more to participate in the celebrity driven event amy schumer as well it's supposed to take place april 27 to may 3rd uh coronavirus permitting comedians kevin hart jamie fox david letterman Whoopi goldberg chris rock dave Chappelle, amy schumer martin lawrence and more are all tapped to perform during that fun field weekend they put on having a star-studded show don't they i call it the problematic tour okay because <laughs> ah well then people gonna support them problematic people they don't they don't give a fuck about what y'all niggas say on twitter people will show up dave Chappelle, kevin hart they don't matter they canceled Chris rock them. amy schumer i thought they was canceled y'all we'll be goldberg i say call it the cancel store cancel com- comedians just have louis ck come but the thing about being canceled y'all don't know how to cancel because i'm canceled but i still get money mm. well yeah i think it's just interesting because um you know on the internet you'll i'm sure people will be like this is a terrible idea these people aren't even funny blah 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 but man this shit sound like it'll be fire mm-hmm. to go out there and see like this shit sound like it'll be dope it's an honor to transform la for one week into the funnest funniest place on earth said chief content officer of netflix ted sarandos on the star-studded event in a statement um the festival will even host an lgbtq plus celebration to make the festival inclusive for all yeah you know that's just straight up for dave Chappelle's part because mm-hmm. dave Chappelle is on a mission to prove like these are just jokes i want to be able to make my crass jokes but i still love everybody and i don't think it's gonna work for social media and stuff but mm-hmm. to be fair it might work for people in real life because i think in real life it's things are a little less black and white yes, and so are. people are a little bit more like i understand that you think this shit is fun you think this shit is funny even if they don't necessarily agree there's still a level of like okay well 75 percent of your act is funny and i don't like those jokes you know um so i don't know we'll see how it works but uh hopefully they get to have it and the rona won't don't shut them down yeah it's just gonna be funny listening to uh like Chappelle, chris rock amy schumer possibly and kevin hart all do sets about being canceled while getting paid to do this big ass festival that no one's ever done before that's what i'm talking about <laughs> bitch cancel us then cancel us seem like when people get canceled more money is thrown at them right this you know what man we i think it's called the netflix is a joke festival it's gonna be like yeah you know man people can't take a joke these days i'm like uh dave you are on stage getting paid 10 million dollars that's right they're gonna cancel me <laughs> nobody thinks anything's funny anymore like okay uh like anyway my money is already in the bank bitches right i get paid for the attempt uh let's see what else happened um uh tavis smiley sued uh had that lawsuit thing with uh pbs mm-hmm. had to pay all that money and pbs won at the trial they got a 1.5 million dollar win because mm-hmm. he did that shit 
i don't know why he would sue man the motherfuckers seem to have a lot of evidence at the time and they had said like not the pertinent information to let your ass go and because that, you keep talking we yeah, gonna that, keep putting out more right they was like do you want to do this the highway because we trying to keep it cute but we could be ugly with it don't test us yeah i'm surprised he well i shouldn't say surprised i mean Mm-mm, i guess that's ego. if you're the kind of man that's that ego. you know is gonna be sexually harassing people at your job you probably have some issues you know drawing the line that was in good taste yeah you have ego and pride and as far as you're concerned you're innocent and people are stupid and people will come out and just support you just because you're a man and you have so many people that believe no man is no man ever particularly black men rape but all these victims out here but nobody goddamn raping them so he's gonna have support no matter what how much money you brought you think his defense lawyer brought up uh emmett till you know they love her you know Emmett Till boy that's that's the go-to right there the motherfucking big joker <laughs> no matter what you do that and the MLK Mm-mm, not in court it's Emmett Till oh MLK. in court is, okay my bad MLK got nothing to do with this anytime a nigga do some sexual harassment if they black or they rape any sexual if they black the first day uh Emmett Till oh well oh, why didn't you say so my bad my bad fuck wrong. these 80 women my bad wrong game we was we was playing talk i thought we was playing space that's why i said it'd be okay my bad as the hashtag me too movement gained steam pbs wished to disassociate itself disassociate itself with the television personality accused of behaving inappropriately towards subordinates the case then became a rare test of moral clauses in the 100 years since hollywood began inserting clauses in the contracts that forbid talent from doing anything that would impugn reputations the subject of moral clauses has hardly ever been put to the test before a jury at trial pbs presented more than half a dozen women who spoke how they were or how they were pressured into relationships or had become the victim of unwanted sexual advances smiley insisted the relationships were consensual and the jury had to consider whether the moral clauses covered the conduct alleged adding to the complexity of the case dc superior court judge yvonne williams previously ruled that smiley's conduct dating years and even decades back was outside the scope of the contract nevertheless the judge allowed the jury to hear from women uh from the women giving claims that smiley continued to have a sexual relationship with an executive producer on the show publicly lied about a 2007 settlement agreement with a female subordinate and appeared on facebook and abc's good morning america to defend himself on the witness stand smiley said the women's stories were filled with lies i just don't seven women over well over six women i just don't get it man Mm-mm. but I, like i said i guess I, i'll never get it because i'm just i'm not this kind of person that would do this shit to somebody so i just ain't never gonna understand the idea of being like well i can't wait to go to court and call these women liars it's like all seven or eight or however many women it is i mean look <laughs> uh they sometimes people just set people up well it don't seem like they setting everybody up Mm-mm. and these women don't know each other like the, the what is the what's happening here sir yeah like you know like i I hate to be crass about it but in a way it's like every every person gets like one and i don't mean that to sound like uh dismissive but it seems like that's the way society Society. is decided so like if one person accuses somebody of something one time people are like we got our eye on you but that don't mean you did it we're not gonna treat you like you did it unless there's like you know physical evidence or something right like um 
like if you said something like i don't even know that woman and they find like your fingerprints all over her house it's like right, you took a picture with her right then then obviously that's gonna you know but but when people basically say it was consensual and the other person like no it wasn't everybody's kind of like you get one right like some people will be like nah fuck that i don't care but in general you still get to move about society keep your job all that shit seven your company gotta let you go you lying in public about settlements and you don't make settlements with people like it's just a bad look man you know so uh let's see what else is happening guys um oh yes let's talk about this okay virginia it's a state for lovers okay that's what they said there's also the home of ralph northrum mm-hmm. my problematic fave okay well apparently possession of small amounts of marijuana will no longer be punishable by jail time in virginia under decriminalization legalization lawmakers sent to governor ralph northrum on sunday this means close to 30,000 people a year will no longer be labeled as criminals, no longer will suffer the negative repercussions of criminal conviction. Um, mm. Under the legislation lawmakers passed, the drug will remain illegal, but violations of the law will be treated like a minor traffic violation. A bill sets a $25 civil fine for possession of up to one ounce of the plant or products derived from it, including hash and oil concentrates. The legislation also seals records of past and future convictions and prohibits employers and educational institutes from inquiring about in violations, with exception for law enforcement agencies currently possession of half an ounce or less is punishable by up to 30 days in jail and a 500 hundred dollar fine possessions of hash and other concentrates is punished as a felony and while healthy fines and driver's license suspensions are more commonly in practice in jail time a point in time uh count in july 2017 found 127 people were being held in jail solely on the marijuana charge the decriminalization bill won bipartisan support in both chambers passing the house on the 56 to 36 vote and the senate on 27 to 12 vote if governor ralph northrum who has endorsed an earlier iteration of legislation of the legislation agrees to the final bill it will go into effect july 1st making virginia the 26th state to either decriminalize a drug or legalize recreational adult use come on yep um because we all know marijuana enforcement is racist isn't is the execution of it is racist much like prisons and all that stuff like the best argument against all of these things police prison all this is just the fact that the outcome is racist is you know um the idea that there you know if somebody is fucking trying to kill somebody in a neighborhood just nothing's gonna be done i think that's a dumbass idea and i think it's the stupidest way to sell this idea Mm -hmm. with the idea of hey the end result is not working so we need something better or different easy sell to me um and so i appreciate him because that's a big people call marijuana a gateway drug and you know what it is a gateway drug the gateway is if you black you can go to prison for it and fuck up your whole life come on you know what i mean they they think it's a gateway to other drugs like it's a gateway to people fucking up your future and and just the idea of fear is not enough to Mm -hmm. to keep black people from participating in the same fucking freedom that other people have in this country and don't have their whole lives ruined by it they don't white people smoke drugs as just as a high rate as black people and yet you look in the fucking prisons and the jails it's only one type of person really in there you know so yeah almost like it's so funny you almost have to decriminalize it and just just to have a fair a fairer system for black people 
because they can't help themselves and we'll still be the ones i guarantee you if they wait six months and they you know well july right so say you wait to the end of the year you do another study i bet what you'll find is the people getting the most fines are black people still of course they won't be going to jail anymore but they'll be the ones catching the most fines correct um a huge step general assembly says local governments can vote to remove confederate monuments wonder what state this happened in oh i'll tell you virginia come on through virginia cities and counties around virginia will be allowed to remove the confederate monuments they own and maintain under legislation the general assembly sent to governor ralph northam on sunday the votes come two and a half years after a fatal white supremacist rally in charlottesville around a statue of that Confederate. embarrassed the hell out of them mm, nope that's not what did it y'all you know that ain't what did it everybody knows the real reason oh that black face getting all this motherfucking progress that black face all we had to do was do a little bit of black face y'all and shit turned around guys i'm i i'm gonna be honest with you i think we as black people need to start doing a little bit of research on which white politicians on the come up have done blackface we don't need to make a stink about it don't put it on twitter don't tell anybody we just need to find out that they did it then we get them in office and then we bust out the blackface surprise like oh shit so you've been doing blackface oh boy i thought you was cool what happened well uh, you definitely not cool no more oh maybe we need to get you out of office maybe you just need to give up your seat right now and then they'll be like no no wait uh uh, i'll let everybody out jail i don't that might not be good enough for me i don't know uh uh uh, take down the confederate statues you're getting a little closer you're getting warmer warmer. you're getting warmer i I, I mean i like some of these ideas like can we see if bernie sanders did blackface i feel like we could you know we could do something with this y'all we need we just need some leverage okay blackface and moonwalking we can get reparations we play this right okay we get come on yes you can because if one state get it it's gonna it's gonna go all across our 50 joe biden seemed like a nigga that did some blackface okay <laughs> that, that's a blackface man okay yes, we need to get, corn popping him. get their ass get his ass in office and then we bust out the blackface like oh joe oh i thought you were uncle joe now look at you now wow just doing blackface He's, i can't believe this i i honestly i'll never be able to forgive you unless i and yes i maybe could get some reparations i mean maybe then you know i'd be willing to you know to consider this just a a, a unsavory moment in a otherwise stellar career you know <laughs> i think that's how we got to do it if we can't if we can't, if we can't make if we can't find something we make something up we just photoshop some blackface on <laughs> like oh oh yeah this y'all fave bernie sanders was doing blackface back in 1905 or however old he is mm-hmm. no you know we got some good photoshop artists back out there in the in black twitter community mm-hmm. look y'all he's singing uh i wish i was in dixie now he not even from down here <laughs> now i'm gonna need at least uh, i'm gonna need at least some uh some reparations mm-hmm. or something i seen him rapping the song y'all and he guess what he said nigga i'm gonna need some very specific tax breaks for black people for black people in their businesses or else i don't i don't think i'm gonna be able to do this mm-hmm. what you gonna do about voter suppression right i need you i'm gonna need some help okay hbcus need to be free for black people to attend now if that sounds too far-fetched then maybe you need to go ahead and resign with your racist blackface ass <laughs> how about that um yeah 
um it's a huge step but it's just one more step in the long process says delegate sally hudson uh democrat from charlottesville in the short term what it means is this decision making will go back to charlottesville where it belongs in the two years following the rally the city pushed the state to amend the code as they fought a lawsuit challenging their vote to change the law but republican majorities blocked the legislation man republicans really tried to steal like they were coming down so hard in virginia and they overplayed their hand and now virginia is a blue state it's it's crazy to think about i mean i hope it can continue to be that way Me too leaders in norfolk have also sought to remove a confederate statue from a downtown street and a commission in richmond recommended the city take down the confederate president jefferson davis from his monument avenue new democratic majorities in the house of delegates and senate this year broadly agreed local governments should be able to decide where and how they memorialize the confederacy but differed on the process localities should have to go through before taking action the senate has proposed a 100 plus day process that included a mandatory review by the state's department of historic resources at the, at the locality's expense it also pushed to require local governing boards to approve any changes by a supermajority two-thirds vote a threshold charlottesville would not have met with its 2017 vote on the issue lawmakers in the house opposed those requirements and ultimately were successful in negotiating final language that requires only a 30-day notice ahead of a public hearing if localities choose they can also hold a local referendum on the question if we're going to give local uh, local authority to these localities i just don't think we should drag the bill down by attaching additional requirements or weakening their authority says senator dolores mcquinn democrat richmond who carried the legislation in the house mm. the debate grew emotional I, I bet it did as the legislative sessions came to a close last week where republicans arguing the bill would only heighten racial divisions isn't that some shit guys if you take down all these confederate statues you're just gonna make everyone feel divided it's just gonna heighten racial tensions okay black people are gonna see this and they just oh they're gonna be so oh it's gonna be insufferable <laughs> what are you gonna do when these monkeys start dancing because they're happy <laughs> right. you got to get them under control How's, so taking down the fucking statue to the slave owners it's gonna make the us people a, who lost the motherfucking civil war it's gonna make us a more divided nation i don't think it gets more divided than worshiping the biggest divide in american history the civil war what's more divisive than that so think about the logic of this on the one hand you want to make iconic figures out of the out of divisive people they said we want to split from the united states they killed for that and we want to make them heroes but if i say take it down that's the actual divisiveness no because the one thing that you feel unites america or makes america stand for what it is is white supremacy and you know that those stand those figureheads are standing for white supremacy that's all they ever were and the idea of taking them down is to you symbolically uh, taking a shot at white supremacy and so therefore you find that to be untenable and now we got to go back to it's divisive it's bad it's 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 gonna make people mad and they're crazy when people go motherfucker you goddamn racist the fuck is this right like y'all better just put them fucking uh nazi uniforms on and and take another little march because it's coming down the fuck take them all them bitches down so crazy 
it's divisive <laughs> oh man um yeah what well, one black lawmaker breaking down the tears as she explained the pain the statues caused her in her community they don't give a fuck they don't care they don't care i hate i hate i hate to even say that because i no. know that really does hurt and i'm sure she felt com- yeah. impassioned to express that but the motherfuckers don't care they actually want the statues up because they make you feel that way oh right ultimately the legislation passed the house over unanimous opposition by republicans mm, unanimous opposition isn't that interesting y'all they can stick together for this republicans all decided you know what confederate flat statues need to stay up and they won votes from two republicans in the senate uh so two of them crossed over okay reeves told his colleagues on the floor he supported the bill because it did include some ground rule localities must follow among them the law stipulates that statues can't be destroyed and local governments must offer statues they are removing to any museum historic society governmental military battlefield through the local though the locality retains the final authority to determine where they will go yeah I, that's a big thing too because it's like you can't throw this away you know it's just like chapel hill the college paid the confederate like neo-nazi motherfuckers to not protest on campus like you like you got you got held hostage and you paid them off yeah which means they're gonna continue to threaten to come back again mm-hmm. so just take the bitch down here just we'll give you the statue from our campus y'all can do whatever you want to i'm like nah fuck that i, I wish they took a step further and said we will destroy it uh virginia passes a bill to set insulin prices at 50 dollars a month which is the lowest price cap in the united states and do you know what that was actually gonna go 30 yep yep some legislators originally wanted the price of a cap to be set at 30 dollars lawmakers in several other states have also proposed caps but none of them have gone below a hundred dollars this is aimed at providing relief for folks who have health insurance but can't afford their medication said virginia delegate lee carter during a hearing on the measure according to friday report for the virginia mercury right because you care about your people you know and even 50 is steep but 50 is better than a motherfucking nut. who has money like that so basically you're telling the populace if you can't afford these medications just die Mm-hmm. because it's, it's literally a life or death medication this right isn't, you know this is some vanity shit this isn't optional yeah you can't Not, just live without insulin right this is the night not trying to find it viagra the fuck because right. guess what you ain't got to get your dick hard dog i'm sorry to inform men of that but you ain't got to do that and i guarantee i guarantee viagra cheat <laughs> they probably right. get them shit so that fucking tic tacs yeah i guarantee viagra cheap as shit like it's no way right but i gotta pay a fucking arm and a for birth control pills to get a motherfucking shot they would have passed legislation so fast they would have been like uh yeah so viagra is now um three thousand dollars a month they were like uh, legislation just passed while we were talking about it um but yeah virginia is doing it okay um shouts out to you virginia shouts out to ralph north come on down <laughs> come on through okay everybody's clear off some space on this dance floor let this man get it okay come on he's starting to soul trade on Woo! Oh, he hit the lean. You hit the lean on him. He hit the lean on him, Ralph. Hey, I see you rocking that pelvis. Hey, not not the spin. Ooh, he's still on his tiptoes. Hey, somebody hand him that hat. Out here moonwalking us to freedom. Come on, man. 
ralph northam for president <laughs> he got my motherfucking vote motherfucker hop in the race right now i'm i he got the he got the south yeah what yeah he do <laughs> you on some bullshit y'all talking about bloomberg that motherfucker will come in here and beat bernie and biden everybody on twitter be sharing the blackface photo i'll be like it don't matter don't I, nobody I care. don't give a fuck don't nobody care. don't care y'all the ones talk about policies over everything have you seen his policies this man is out here trying to moonwalk us into a utopia come on oh look at me hopping on top of the picnic table doing it i know <laughs> look at him lip syncing you better get it Oh shit, is he trying to do a split? Y'all see that? Oh, he yes. just grabbed his, he just grabbed his dick. Oh shit. Yes. Listen, I'll let him dance. With no more, I'll tell his wife, don't you stop him. Mm-hmm. Let right. him dance to his heart's content. Get this man some sweet potato pie and leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> get him the yellow potato salad let this man let this man cook Mm-mm. we ain't giving him the white but we giving him the yellow let this man cook good grief here's some macaroni and cheese that ain't made out of fucking craft singles i can't front man i'm a, i'm a, i'm kind of jealous come on i wish the nigga was my governor now i wish he got caught i wish our governor did some black face damn we might be motherfucking <laughs> we might be free up in this motherfucking boy come on <laughs> they gonna fuck around there but i look 15 dollars an hour for everybody right damn y'all this fuck was... around that's probably next on the list jesus he was like i can't run again so fuck it you can tell black people just gave him a list of shit to do like look man you want the blackface to be okay fix all this he was like all right i'm, I'm on him it. a long ass list yes okay marijuana legal no problem just go ahead and get that <laughs> am i good yet uh, uh i know a lot of people got diabetes uh how much is it now four thousand uh fifty dollars a month okay we got you 30 really if y'all really want it i mean okay 50 is reasonable 50 it is uh <laughs> all right let's get let's get to some other stuff uh <laughs> but oh my god man this nigga ralph northam man mm-hmm. a beast you nigga got vip tickets to the cookout a legislative beast um all right let's see what what should we do next i guess uh we didn't do fucking with black people yesterday so i guess we'll do that <laughs> we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and we assign point scores of zero to 100 uh how much we feel fucked with by the articles that we're reading today's contestants is everybody let's see who can see who can aim for the sky olive garden Olive Garden has confirmed an investigation into an alleged incident of racial discrimination against two of its staff members at a restaurant in Evansville, Indiana. Amira Donahue, a hostess at the restaurant, told WEHT that she observed the incident break out on a Saturday after a customer requested a cup of hot water from a server that wasn't black. A request from which Donahue, Donahue says the manager honored. She stood in the middle of the restaurant, started screaming at me in front of all the customers, Donahue told WEHT, adding that she believed the manager's decision to provide another server was a bad decision. 
during the incident donahue added that the woman began making comments to a different employee about donahue herself saying she should go work at a strip club and referring to her as the other one while also inquiring whether or not she was black or from america the server who was allegedly targeted by the customer was not identified olive garden has since confirmed an investigation into the incident in the state uh, i know this is supposed to be funny but it's always funny to me when it's like olive garden confirmed an investigation it's like is there an olive garden investigative unit like is there a, like is there a staff member somewhere mm-hmm. with just like mm-hmm. like a they have like that that inspector hat and like the magnifying glass are they gonna get on the case is it is 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 Unless olive garden cameras or some shit in there is olive garden csi gonna round up the witnesses ah, the CSI. Is, are they gonna interrogate people and like what is, is there a good cop bad cop thing at olive garden you know like what like how does that go that's i don't know it's just i don't know it's just always so funny to me because it's like every one of these articles like you know chipotle says they're they're investigating it's like how investigating how like who was who who was the detective that the tilt who's like yeah all right you know let me get on top of this you know are they gonna find the customer and be like so you were at the you got some breadsticks mm, they were unlimited how many did you eat 10 you see something now you see now you done fucked up, you know that thing. I see what I'm saying. I, no, I, I thought. No, so, you know what I'm saying? You done I, fucked up now, you know that, don't you? Yeah. No, you done fucked up, don't you? No, don't you? No, you done fucked up. Like, you said you ate eight breadsticks, but then when we came to the table, we saw that there were at least 10 breadsticks that were gone. Now, see. You know you done fucked up, right? You don't come in the Olive Garden telling them lies. You said there were fifteen croutons. We only count seven. We only count seven croutons. Now you say you got there at seven forty-five, but then you say you call her a nigga at eight. <laughs> so how you get sat during prime time within fifteen minutes and was already calling her a nigga? Uh, no, I must have said it was eight fifteen. <laughs> not now. See, you said it was eight. Now, you know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> yeah, you done, give me back your unlimited pasta pass. You know you done come on, up. give it up. You <laughs> take this shit to Red Lobster, okay? Actually, you know you can't get away with damn Red Lobster. Mm-mm. Too many niggas. Too many. Red Lobster this story would have went way different. <laughs> yeah, it would. <was. laughs> oh man that's like woman is racist she gets beat the hell up yeah that's one brand that has like stood the test of time niggas still fuck with red lobster man that ain't never gonna change Mm -mm. like that shit is a family outing come on um but yeah we have zero tolerance for discrimination of any kind oh y'all always say that after it done happened (laughs) sure we'll get right on that let's get her a white server over anyway we have zero (laughs) we have zero tolerance for discrimination of any kind becky can you hurry up and get over here lashonda you can go sit down we have zero tolerance for racism of any kind <laughs> nigger said sit down we have zero tolerance <laughs> your server <laughs> becky will be right with you i'm we will go into the back uh <laughs> get the fuck out of here after the fact and the manager involved no longer works for our company i wonder why coronavirus 
donahue meanwhile <laughs> oh. <laughs> everybody gonna use that excuse why you got fired coronavirus coronavirus that's gonna be a good one for everybody now. yeah it is i see here you have a six-year gap on your employment history oh uh, yeah coronavirus i was i'm know, well now i'm fine uh donahue uh meanwhile told wac that she's still hurting after the saturday's incident i would never expect it to be so apparent in public like it's 2020 not 1920 and i feel like it should take more than social media to get a problem like this out there uh wht further reported that evansville naacp is currently investigating oof the naacp is on this with they investigation yeah be outside that motherfucker every day protesting you know what they gonna fuck with them negroes so you said she came in and you immediately gave her a white server but then you said that you sent the other black server home now how's that possible you got people that lawyer you for a living on that team how's that possible that you sent her home now you see something now you see now you done fucked up you know that thing i see what i'm saying I, no i i thought that's so, what you're saying that you done I, fucked up now you know that don't you I, yeah i know you done fucked up don't you i know <laughs> No, you don't fuck them. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, about, but I'm, I'm, you think the NAACP get the same alert the black Twitter alert get? They, they were sitting there and somebody's like, doo, 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 up, 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 up. Let's get on the case, y'all. Get on the case. Get our best people out there. Where we going? Olive Garden. Back your shit. Let's go. Well, I'm actually a little bit sad that the news had to get involved because I feel like, you know, and maybe I'm just out of the loop now these days, but I feel like back in the, back in my day i'm i'm old enough to remember maybe two years ago we would have ended up getting like that woman's nickname that was racist we would got it on video stop giving nicknames what's, you know, what's, what's up y'all you know it been olive garden uh olivia or some shit like that i don't know what we stick, it. becky right breadstick <laughs> you know <laughs> breadstick becky would have been we would have been clowning her and shit you know it would have unlimited salad sarah right and then we would have had and then we would have had a whole like you know where does she work where does she live how she got fired then she would have been on the news lying talking about she got death threats and shit it would have been like a whole time and and i feel like now we're gonna get that like what happened to the halcyon days of black twitter csi I mean, the, the alert is going out. Used to be a time. This would have went down way different. Mm-hmm. Now we back to calling the news. What? And you know who I blame? I hate to do this to my own people, but I blame all these niggas that was complaining about the beautiful nicknames that was getting these white people out of the paint. Goddamn best. I love the nicknames. But I, more importantly than loving them, they worked. Yes, they did. And everybody missed it because they thought it was being cute it wasn't being cute the point was we will find south park susan and by the end of the day she won't have anywhere to live now i thought you militant niggas wanted this kind of shit and you talked us out of it come on we're gonna find tomato tara we were living in a perfect racist revenge utopia for a summer and by the end of the summer y'all was exhausted oh why are we calling them i don't like these names well nigga now they going free how you like that olive garden like we don't know her name man we would have found her mm. yeah honey let us loose it we would have caught our ass <laughs> what it wasn't chopped it was olive garden lettuce salad 
okay unlimited breadsticks and salad oh okay oh they oh you know what i don't go to olive garden there yeah, you go you know niggas get creative with them names yeah that's true uh <laughs> she wanted hot water that's the whitest thing you could ever want hot water can't be handed to you by a black person they used to be like a whole thing y'all made us do for free what the fuck <laughs> now y'all now, now you can't have food handed to you for black people oh i get you know what the physical part is she was getting paid for it um zero to a hundred oh a hundred dracaris fuck her fuck this olive garden and fuck that manager because that's the kind of shit that these managers do they sell you out the second they get a chance man that's why it's the really the only thing i really truly just abhorred about the waiting industry when mm-hmm. i was a waiter right was that man these motherfuckers would be on your ass about dude you got time to lean you got time to clean like all this shit tough as nails let some customer act a fool uh what happened i'm like nigga come out of your office and go talk to this motherfucker they out here trying to scam us out of uh, some food or some shit well i I hate that fuck that shit tell them no hey man i told them no they said they want to talk to you i well i got them i'm not gonna take this bullshit i'm gonna go out there and talk to them i'm gonna give a piece of my mind as soon as they go out there how can i help you you know what it's rod's fault we're gonna give it to you free like what what good grief well i don't want to be waited on by a black okay ma'am you know what it's rod's fault he showed up to work black i'm so glad that uh i was blessed enough to kind of get out of the food industry because it has changed a lot over the years and i i just can't even imagine the bullshit they got to deal with nowadays yeah like misfit noir said in the chat the customer's always white ain't it anyway dracars because i had a flashback fuck that shit <laughs> javier if you listening to this suck my dick i ain't never gonna forget <laughs> <clears throat> oklahoma college recruiter lines up students by skin color and nappiest hair what a college recruiter from oklahoma christian university has been fired after reportedly lining up students by their skin color at harding charter preparatory uh preparatory uh is that i don't even know if i'm saying that right guys give me my hour back on uh, monday february 24th students from harding charter preparatory prep prep from harding charter prep academy told told kfor tv that the recruiter tried to implement the exercise during the gym assembly he was like let's play a little game said Corey todd a student at harding everyone now line up from darkest to lightest skin complexion the high school janitors were then told to shuffle around and line up in a different order but this time by their hair texture he told us nappy his hair in the back straight hair in the front uh once teachers realized what was happening they soon began to clear out the gymnasium soon after the incident oklahoma christian university released an official statement and announced the immediate removal of the recruiter who has not yet been identified oh oh this man could have been lined up leonard or some shit oh now look at us we never gonna get it recruiter robert yep recruiter robert y'all y'all killed y'all killed, y'all killed a beautiful thing and everyone should feel responsible for what they did the world is not better because of this now they just get to go scot-free the white people go we don't know who it was we can't can't release their names and now he's probably coaching some other black people right now probably in africa coaching nothing but dark-skinned nappy-headed children just talking bad to them and being mean because of y'all because y'all didn't have a stomach for vigilante justice that's really what the problem was um yeah the uh to harding charter principal steven stefanik 
uh released two statements to address the recruiting visit the first reading our community from its inception is value diversity inclusion and a safe and supportive learning environment we will continue to do so oh man you know the worst part would have been if he was just looking for the next kevin durant zero to a hundred oh this this one right here gets the jacaris because that's just 100 percent fucked up yeah it reminds me of my brother's basketball coach i'm sure i've told this story before at least on the pregame of ballsy but my brother had a basketball coach like well-meaning white dude i guess you know like but you could tell he was just like super nerd like not cool and he was the assistant coach right now the the main coach seemed to be like he'd done this before and basketball was one of the few sports where you kind of i'm not saying all the white people that that fuck with basketball are cool but the propensity of cool white dudes are you will find a higher percentage of them fucking with basketball than any other activity i think you almost you almost have to be yeah not saying it's a it's not obviously not a hundred percent if you want players right yeah like but with white white dudes that fuck with basketball for the most part are have a higher chance of being cool than white dudes who don't right but um (laughs) his coach uh they had this black kid on the team and my brother and i can't remember the black boy's name now it was like leon or something like that i can't remember what it was but uh lester that was his name lester he pulled lester over to the side because lester was just a big he's just a big kid he's a black kid but he was much bigger than those other kids but he's still a kid and he's soft like he's soft like a kid yeah you know and tender yeah and when you're a big black boy in america you know you you want to be soft you want to be like yep you know um sometimes you err on the side of softness because you don't want to be considered a threat you don't want to be considered a bully you You don't want yourself down right and so lester is just a goofy black kid that's just big as shit and this dude pulls us to the side and he's like those little white boys out there you gotta play better defense those boys they're scared of you let's let's just, you put those big black hands up and you <laughs> and i was just and so i only heard this because he pulled him <laughs> he pulled lester around the corner to the side of the bleachers uh to like talk him up uh away from the main coach and uh i just happened to be sitting on the bench like normally i would be listening to some my walk walkman or some shit and i don't know if i just some tribe or something knowing you yeah i don't know if i just didn't have it on or i i just wanted to listen to the game or what but i heard i heard this and i was looking like is this nigga crazy and i was looking at (laughs) and i was older than my brother's team you know like he was say 12 hours 15 or something right and so i was looking at more life experience i was just looking at lester like dog are you okay and Lester's looking at me like, like Lester looked like he almost wanted to cry because, you know, in this moment, I think you kind of robbed that kid of being a kid and now he's like a big, black, scary monster that, you know, like, cause you didn't have to say anything about his race. You could have just said, get your big hands up and da 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 da. Yeah. And it would have. Just get your hands up. Be like, intimidating yeah, to the players. You're right? a big, you're a big kid. They're scared of you. You got to go out there and scare them a little bit. And so after the, um, after the, uh, uh game i actually told my parents about it and then they told the head coach and then he talked to the assistant coach because you know that was kind of chain of command but 
it's, it just reminds me of that like there's there is this racism that can slide into basketball mm-hmm. you know and it's sports and then these kids and these things can like fuck these kids up because lester was fucked up from that like i can look at him as another black kid and be like yeah he's you not taking this well. well yeah right. like like whatever you think you're doing you didn't help mm-hmm. you know and it's just pick up it's just fucking like a uh, rec league basketball like what are you doing we're all paying to be here like you ain't bobby knight put your black hands up get the fuck out of my face man um but shout out to me being uh i'm about to say woke being the gabrielle union of motherfucking uh rec league basketball and oh, shit. i was like what you not gonna do i snitched like a motherfucker i was like nope <laughs> not on racism we not not on my brother's team you, you ain't gonna pull my brother to the side and tell him to get his black black ass up or some shit you're already writing articles about uh book reports about malcolm x and shit having them looking at you all crazy. i didn't have no medium back then but i would have been on there typing okay yeah. i would have instagram live that man out of a job <laughs> assistant coach austin i don't know what it would have been but um <clears throat> anyway uh zero to a hundred you said your cars yes yeah i think so as well i, I don't even and it's would, because i'm sensitive about my hair but what would the fucking point have been now see he got the nappiest hair now isn't he the best at basketball think about it what am i saying <laughs> and you all the way to the other end i bet you the smartest kid in the class right mm-hmm. see that's what i'm saying we all have different advantages okay yeah, and when i mean sensitive about my hair not that i'm ashamed of anything like that but i know how it is to just deal with your hair and you talking about children so they're not comfortable in their skin a lot of them might not even be comfortable with their hair texture and all that stuff yeah i get it i, I didn't take it as that but yeah somebody might have yeah, um you, you pointing them out and shit mm-hmm. causing the kids are fucking cool now that it's time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read the play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a racist i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off with the music uh but no i wasn't saying they might not i was saying so anyway we, we cleaned it up I, mm-hmm. but i was i was saying they might take it i'm glad you cleared it up because they you're right someone may have taken it as like it's karen shane their hair it's like no but you shouldn't be you also shouldn't be fucking with kids like that over their hair right right because you don't know where, where kids are in their hair journey and and a lot of kids struggle with hair and hair texture particularly brown children yeah, and yeah. shit like that black hair is political right and people are cruel and mean and people say just fucked up shit to to black and brown children all right a high school principal in shreveport louisiana says it's up to her to say yes to the dress the new principal of southwood high school kim pendleton caused controversy this week when she sent a text to students informing them that she has to approve of whatever they planned on wearing for their april prom The the fuck no you don't the text thoroughly outlined rules for female attendees but contained no explicit rules for the males right because nobody gives a fuck about dudes as you begin shopping for your attire please make sure you do not purchase any clothes that are sheer or revealing in any manner also make sure we do not see excess cleavage cleavage or skin prior to purchasing an outfit i will need you to send me a picture of you in the outfit with your name and grade once i approve the outfit you may purchase it the approved outfit is the only one you will be allowed to wear to the prom 
the general consensus online is that Pendleton's request is excessively invasive right noting the principal shouldn't have a final say on such a memorable and expensive purchase it also takes away control over how students express themselves there will reportedly be an assembly in which students get an opportunity to voice their concerns over the requirement according to the statement from Caddo Parish Public Schools provided by ktal in april southwood will host their annual prom and school administration has taken a proactive approach to asking parents for photos ahead of the upcoming event it is a school level decision for all formal dress to be approved prior to the event karen guess the race of the principal kim pendleton i'm i'm gonna go black karen's going with black all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um what in the puritanical fuck is this black uh she refers to her son as king as king a king black uh sure sure respectability will save us black um agent of respectability politics black um white woman afraid of black bodies respectable rashida black (laughs) she doesn't have mick clothes uh bunny black <laughs> and onkish black all right everybody except one person went with black and you guys all got it correct she's black couple people one person missed it did i freeze or something no Mm-mm-mm. okay hold say- on hold on one person missed it Got a okay reminded me of the woman with the do-rag thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah y'all sussed it out man she was black yeah i think it's interesting because i've my guess is most of y'all felt that that was a black story because we are the ones uh to buy into that respectability shit so heavy you know normally what happens is because it's a time of year for prom normally what happens is and we're gonna get these stories someone some girl who uh just has a more developed body come on will wear the same dress that many other girls will be able to wear and some parent or some teacher or somebody will have a complete fucking freak out about it um and uh that'll be you know that that'll be a story right i can't i mean because they're developing i can't help it i have big hips and big titties that has i can't control that it's my body right and then also it's just so it's just such a weird time for kids and i and and, you know in, in fairness i'm not trying to say um there would be like no fucking uh like this is no standards just do whatever the fuck you want to do kids Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm sure they're standard but this shit almost always comes down to making girls cover up there's no emphasis on boys at all Mm -hmm. and then there's no real true guidelines it's just basically how when i look at you how do i feel and if we're being real that's really for somebody's parents to decide yes it is you know maybe you have a couple rules at uh at the dance i do understand that there needs you know like you know i do get that but i think people it's like zero tolerance policies once somebody a little bit of they always freak the fuck out now that fending pictures of you in your outfit yeah like i said if you're gonna have guidelines it should be things like i don't want to you know sheer like it can't be straight see-through that's reasonable you right. know no, yeah but also though imagine if this was a dude correct 
like right like right now it's a black woman and people you know but imagine this was some dude daughter people would send him a picture of her in her prom dress so he can approve or not approve like the shit just seemed like a vast overreach like that's something for parents to do like maybe send some rules home with the parents like this is what your kids can wear and then let them let them parents decide this is it's crazy and then i mean i'm not even a prom person but like the amount of money and shit people spend you just gonna tell somebody the night of no hundreds of thousands of dollars yes uh outrage as a youtube beauty influencer tells viewers her hands hurt her hand hurts after she beat the crap out of her sobbing two-year-old daughter for ruining her makeup what a beauty blogger who has been accused of child abuse after making a video saying she beat her two-year-old daughter so hard that her hand hurt after the child messed up her makeup michelle grace a 23 year old u.s youtuber who specializes in makeup has deleted the video which features her daughter wailing in the background y'all hear that right grace tells her viewers my two-year-old just got her ass beat because no matter how many times i tell her not to mess with my makeup she never fucking listens the mother describes how her daughter had wrecked her jeffree star cosmetics alien palette worth around fifty dollars the mother continues my hand hurts because i just beat the crap out of her and not literally but i taught her a lesson because i'll be damned if she's gonna walk around walk all over me she clarifies that she usually doesn't hit her child and if she does it's just a pop and she cries for like five seconds grace goes on to describe how infuriating it is that a two-year-old plays with her expensive makeup the blogger said when you work your butt off for something and you save up to buy something that's literally like a child you treat it like a child the shocking video and a subsequent apology by grace on twitter have since been deleted following a backlash uh one youtube user commented this is so strange too how she's saying that palettes are her children it's like dude you have an actual child another wrote uh-huh. the fact that her hand hurts and her child speaks volumes about how horribly she abuses her this poor baby grace tweeted what i did should have never been done i acted out of emotions and had a lapse in judgment that being said i'm truly sorry if it all came out the wrong way it was a poor choice of words and i admit that i should not have made it seem like materialistic things were more important than her because trust me they're not i realize now that i went where i went wrong i love her more than everything and everyone i always have karen guess the race of michelle grace i'm gonna say white karen's going with white let's check the chat room kids want to do what they see their parents do is not a race wow over a racist makeup she lying black mama white trash she beating the crap out of her child instead of whooping plus got a publicist to write that statement white white clown and white clown makeup (laughs) damn this one is hard sounds black but he's a racist palette i'll go white her language leads me to think she's a white she's white because middle name grace disgrace grace white she can't see that hidden isn't the option goes deep black she beat her child because she messed up her beat face why <laughs> jeffrey star has his own racism scandal the black girls aren't buying those products white i say white black very split on this one people are all over the place the correct answer is karen you got it right she's white you guys because of your own self-hate issues said black think about it Mm -mm -mm. 
babies hitting babies oh man it's funny she posted it then she deleted it then she like apologized then she uh, uh deleted the apology it's like damn woman make up your mind you trying to put the pick up put the yeah it's not coming up Mm-mm. oh shit am i frozen no you're moving okay all right well you know this computer guys um i don't know it's showing showing that it's showing it on my side all right um all right let me try it again guys uh she she is a white person though just in case y'all wanted to know um it's also wild too because like she really thought that was an acceptable reason not just to hit her kid but also like to tell people mm-hmm. like she didn't have no shame and you know what it makes me think of not to get too deep but just the fact that when you have like a ember around you if you don't really have people to check you and like actual friends and shit you will do some dumb shit and thinking because it's a code of personality everyone that listens to this likes me so i can just do any fucking thing you know it's honestly one of my biggest like concerns and nightmares it's like i don't want to put myself in a position where i can just do any fucking world and everybody's like oh my god whatever you did is the greatest you know because it leads to moments like this where you're so unaware you out here looking like a full a full fucking clown wow yep that's her face explaining it girl right mm-hmm. and over jeffrey star racist ass makeup Psh. Oh, should have took that alien palette and painted yourself as a whole fucking clown because that's exactly what you look like over that bullshit Mm-mm-mm. double the points and the race double the points and the race double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two can you believe it i can't these are some tough ones well let's see if she um a man is accused of killing and burying a dog because he wanted to see inside the dog what Mm-hmm. i mean that is one way to do it i mean the the other way you gotta go to the vet you gotta pay for an x-ray you know maybe some type of invasive camera stuff psycho so this is one way to see inside a a 21 year old man is accused of killing a dog then burying it in his backyard scott mills was taken into custody on friday and is facing animal cruelty charges police responded to the home on who gives a fuck lane where a resident (laughs) said that mills may have killed a missing dog named max according to the arrest report police later confronted mills and detained him without incident when police walked to the backyard of mills house they noticed blood splatters uh, spatters on the inside upper left corner of the man-made pond and disturbed earth according to the arrest report an officer used a shovel to dig up the disturbed earth and found the body of the missing dog mills believes that animals are not real they are robots and wanted to see the inside the dog of the dog uh police said someone told the police that they saw mills in the backyard the night before but didn't think anything of it since mills is outside all the time that person who was not identified in the report also said the dog seemed fearful of mills when he was around when interviewed by detectives mills admitted to killing the dog because the dog snapped at him 
according to the arrest report he said he stabbed the dog several times and bashed his head with a shovel Shit. saying he set him free before burying him in the man-made pond too bad this dude don't know how to throw football because i mean this is unforgivable uh, all right karen guess the race uh serial killer starter kit white all right karen's going with white let's check the chat room serial killer white says brie wow simpatico um michael myers white jeffrey dogmer white jeffrey dogmer skipped his meds white but was a dog black bacon a murderer white he was getting he was just getting started old yellow remake white he he is a lot representative of all the mills is white scott mills max he's white as hell uh high off of that that shit white white and very disturbed it was definitely a black dog well they didn't say the dog's name was king so we don't know if it was or not come on guys anyway he was white everyone got that um did this picture show up yet it's moving all right oh yep pure white got that one side of the head shave look going on there yeah i know he almost got that let me speak to the manager haircut yep the worst part is if you lined him up from straight hair to nappiest he'd be in the front he would so you know that's no way to judge if he would be a criminal Mm-mm. uh all right let's do some sort of ratchetness um i said let's do some sort of ratchetness there we go <coughs> there's a little delay yeah so a ratchetness guys this is where we talk about people out here doing sword crimes and with these bladed weapons just running around willy-nilly all unsupervised uh my dad sent me, sent me this one and it's not really sword ratchetness it's something i like to call sword hatchetness because it's really a, a hatchet <laughs> police in oregon arrested a man on saturday after he allegedly robbed a donut shop with a hatchet he left with a box of donuts and stopped a short distance away to eat one of the treats Duh! uh officers responded to the call of robbery about 3:24 a.m saturday the portland police bureau said in a press release the bureau didn't say what donut what donut shop was robbed they the, got Krispy cream out there for who's open up 24 hours the oregonian reported it was a voodoo donut that's open 24 hours on weekends oh that sounds delicious well yeah maybe next time we go mm-hmm. while officers were responding to what originally was called a disturbance with an axe the suspect identified as christopher l james left the donut shop on foot officers found james about a block away eating a donut and holding a pink box on the donut shop open and shut case right left his fingerprints in powdered donuts probably james ran- glazed everywhere right <laughs> james ran and was captured about two blocks from where the police found them that's how they that's how they found it. they just followed the glaze i know follow the follow the drip a uh voodoo donut spokesman said the company is cooperating with authorities and uh surveillance footage of the incident has been turned over to police oh that's definitely open and shut it's not too many people walking in there with a hatchet Mm-mm. the portland police bureau said no one was injured in the incident and a hatchet was recovered from the donut shop he left the weapon at the scene of the crime james 40 was arrested on first degree felony i just robbery. want the donuts i don't care about the weapon right keep the money i'm just hungry for some donuts 
the safety of our customers and employees is voodoo donuts highest priority which is why we're upgrading our staff with shields uh we are grateful that no one was injured during the incident the donut company fuck with the wrong place they're gonna fuck around and so they're gonna cast a voodoo on him at the voodoo donut place yeah it's gonna be uh fucking that that uh fight to the death music from star trek gonna break out yes it is i tell you one place that never get robbed like this medieval times <laughs> they ready for the smoke if you, all the smoke if all you bringing this is a hatchet they ready all right that's it guys thank you for listening uh we should be on what's the tea podcast uh our faves nick Jew and reggie mm-hmm. um uh this week so be on the lookout for that we're recording with them tonight so uh that's why we did the show so early we're wrapping up so early all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>